Welcome to Becoming the CEO podcast, where we gather to be empowered, educated, and energized. My name is Sabrina C., CEO and founder of Velvet Lux Cosmetics. I'm a government professional, a speaker, a community leader, and beautypreneur. I started my business focused solely on making money, but I quickly discovered that being the CEO of a business meant taking control of my life and all that was in it. I created Becoming the CEO for someone as ambitious as you. Despite what you see in front of you, remember, you are a boss. Your authenticity has qualified you to take that next step, and you are just the person for the job. Join me each week while we discover what it truly means to become the chief executive officer of our lives. And don't forget, I'm right here learning with you. Hey, BTC fam. It's your favorite host, Sabrina C. Welcome back to another episode of Becoming the CEO podcast where we gather to be educated, empowered, and energized. In this week's episode, we'll be launching a three-part series called Let's Get This Show On The Road. During this series, we will cover what is an LLC, what is an S-corporation, the steps you need to take to make your business legitimate in your state, the importance of organization slash structure for taxation purposes, and how to start the business where you are in life. So. Grab your favorite drink, get a notebook, get a pen, and I'm going to try my very best to make this information as palatable as possible so that we can all learn together. So let's begin the process. Let's start with what is an LLC? An LLC is a limited liability company. It is a business structure that offers limited liability protection and pass-through taxation. As with corporations, the LLC legally exists as a separate entity from its owners. Therefore, owners cannot typically be held personally responsible for the business's debts and its liabilities. What are the benefits of forming an LLC? The first benefit is there's limited liability for the members. Members, which is what the owners of an LLC are called, are shielded from personal liability for acts of the LLC and other members. Creditors cannot pursue the personal assets of the owners to pay the business's debts. The personal assets of sole proprietors and general partners, on the other hand, can be pursued against the business's debts. Note, it is possible for an LLC as well as a corporation to lose its limited liability. This is known as piercing the veil. Number two, there's flexible membership. Members can be individuals, partners, trusts, or corporations, and there is no limit on the number of members. An S corporation, S corporations are much more restricted in who can be a shareholder, and there is a maximum limit on the number. Third, management. Members can manage the LLC or elect a management group to do so. Corporations, on the other hand, are managed by a board of directors, not shareholders. Pass-through taxations. LLCs typically do not pay taxes at the business entity level. Any business income or loss is passed through to the owners and reported on their personal income tax returns. 
any tax, any tax due is paid at the individual level. Corporations that cannot or choose not to be taxed as an S corporation are taxed at the business entity level and their shareholders are taxed on the income distributed to them. Heightened credibility. Starting an LLC may help a new business establish credibility, more so than if the business is operated as a sole proprietorship or partnership. Finally, limited compliance requirements. LLCs face fewer state-imposed compliance requirements and ongoing formalities than sole proprietorships, general partnerships, or corporations, whether taxed as S-corporations or C-corporations. And we'll go through S-corporations and C-corporations in our next episode. Disadvantages of forming an LLC. There are few disadvantages to creating an LLC. Although in many cases, the advantages outweigh the drawbacks, one of the first disadvantages that people have shared with me is the cost. An LLC usually costs, and the cost of an LLC is usually pretty steep. To form and maintain Sometimes it's it's more expensive than starting and forming a sole proprietorship or general partnership. States charge an initial formation fee. Many states also impose ongoing fees such as an annual report and or franchise tax fees. That you can kind of check with your secretary of state's office. Transferable ownership. Ownership in an LLC is often harder to transfer than with a corporation. With corporations, shares of stock can be sold by the corporation to increase ownership. And unless there is a shareholder agreement to the contrary, the shareholders can sell their shares to someone else. Typically with LLCs, unless the members agree otherwise, all members must approve adding new members or altering the ownership percentage of existing members. So let's go through quickly the steps of forming an LLC. Step number one, choose a state in which to form your LLC. Although you can choose to form an LLC and, and just, oh God, forgive me guys. Although you can choose to form an LLC in any state, even if the LLC won't be doing any business there, most LLC owners choose to form an LLC in the state in which they plan to do business, which in many cases, that state is the state that the owner lives in. One reason for that is that if the LLC is formed in a state where it is not doing business, let's use, for example, random Delaware. If they decide to do business in Delaware, Delaware is the usual choice for these LLCs. The LLC will have to register as a foreign LLC, AKA foreign qualify, to do business in the state where it is doing business, which can increase formation and administrative costs. It is important to note that the cost, taxation, and LLC laws vary from state to state making some states more advantageous for certain small business owners. 
That you can do in your research. Step two of forming an LLC. Choose a name for your LLC. And I think that's pretty easy. One of the things that I do want to note though is in order to form an LLC, you'll have to choose a name that is not already on the Secretary of State's records as being the name of another domestic or qualified LLC or other business entity. Many sole proprietors operate under a registered, quote unquote, doing business as a DBA. So again, I'm gonna go back over that part. Many sole proprietors operate under a DBA, which is abbreviated for doing business as. To ensure the availability of the name you want for your LLC, whether it's registered as a DBA, a DBA name or not, you should conduct an LLC name search on your Formation State's website to determine whether your desired name is available. If you're, if you're not ready to file your LLC Formation document quite yet, it is a very good idea to reserve the name Many states allow you to do that for a small fee and short time period. So let me give y'all some background on Velvet Lux Cosmetics. I did not, when I initially started Velvet Lux, register um, the business when I first started. What I did do is I paid a small fee for the state of New York. For those of you, if this is your first time listening to BTC, um, we are from New York City, New York State. So when I was starting Velvet Lux Cosmetics, I didn't initially register because I still was up in the air on whether or not I wanted to form an LLC or I wanted to do an S corporation, which I settled on doing an S corporation. Um, and I'll share more details on that in our next episode. But because I had not registered the business, but I didn't want anyone to use the name, I paid a fee, which I wish I had wrote down how much I paid, but I paid a fee to reserve the name until I was ready to register the business. You have one year upon launching your business to decide whether or not you want to register as an LLC to form an LLC or to do an S corporation to be a sole proprietor or a partnership you have one year until the company is launched before you begin before the IRS begins to tax your business um, but within that one year time frame you are responsible for you know organizing all your receipts and all your documents so that when you do register the business if you do owe back taxes you'll have those documents to show the irs and pay those back taxes but basically what i was trying to share with you guys is that i had not registered the business immediately and i had decided that um until i registered the business i would reserve the velvet Lux cosmetics name i also did two things i reserved velvet Lux cosmetics and I also reserved the name Velvet Lux Lash Co. So no one could use that um, in the state of New York. Step number three, choose a registered agent. In forming an LLC or registering an existing LLC to transact business in a foreign state, you are required to have a registered agent in the state of formation or qualification. Many new business owners 
are either unfamiliar with the term registered agent or do not know the purpose of a registered agent. A registered agent, also known as an agent of service, of process, receives important legal notices and tax documents on behalf of an LLC. These include important legal documents, notices, and communications mailed by the Secretary of State, such as an annual reports, such as annual reports or statements. A registered agent also must be available to receive service of process, sometimes called notice of litigation, which are legal documents, typically a summons and complaint that provide notice that a lawsuit has been filed against the LLC or other court documents such as garnish garnishment orders and subpoenas are also served on the registered agent. While the, older, while the owner of an LLC can choose to serve as the LLC's registered agent, there are a number of compelling reasons why business owners, even the smallest ones, choose a registered agent service provider to assist with this important requirement. Among other things, if the registered agent is not available when these time-sensitive documents are delivered, or if the person receiving them mishandles them, it can cause the LLC serious problems. The registered agent must also have a physical address in the state and cannot use a PO box. Step number four, prepare an LLC operating agreement. An LLC operating agreement is required in nearly every state. And although in most states it can be oral, it is highly recommended that every LLC have a written operating agreement. As the name implies, it is an agreement among the members and between the LLC and the member or members as to how the LLC will be operated. Even if you are the only member, it is important to have an operating agreement. It shows you respect the LLC's separate existence and can help avoid piercing the veil. It gives you a chance to put in writing what you want to happen in certain circumstances, such as if you can no longer manage the business and, and it allows you to opt out of certain default provisions of the LLC statute that you might not want the LLC to be governed by. The operating agreement is separate from a business plan. I just want to put that out there. Um, step number five, file your LLC with your state. To make your new LLC officially, to make your new LLC officially exist, you must file the LLC formation documents, also known as a, a certificate of organization, a certificate of formation or articles of organization and you need to file this formation document with the Secretary of State's office or whichever department handles business filings in the state in which you are forming. Again, filing fees vary. Filing fees vary across the United States. I want to ask you a question. What about LLC articles of organizations? Although it may be common to hear of an LLC being incorporated, the correct way to describe the creation of an LLC or any entity type other than a corporation is to say 
that it has been formed or organized. Incorporation, incorporation and articles of incorporation are terms that apply to a corporation regardless of whether it is taxed as a C corporation or an S corporation. So again, an LLC should not be described as incorporated. It should be described as formed or organized. Incorporation is for any corporation, whether or not it's for any corporation, whether or not it is being taxed as a C corporation or an S corporation. While each state's LLC formation document is different to some extent, there are several common elements. These include the following. Name, principal location and purpose of the business, registered agent's name and physical address, whether the LLC will be member managed or manager managed. <laughs> Standard forms for the article, articles of organization for an LLC are generally available from each state. The person who formed the LLC must sign the paperwork. In most cases, that does not have to be a member or manager. In some states, the registered agent's consent to act as a registered agent is also required. Once approved and, file, and filed, the state will issue a certificate or other confirmation documents. The certificate serves as a legal proof as legal proof of the LLC status and can be used to open a business bank account, obtain an EIN, and so on. Some states may also require that you publish a notice, often in a local newspaper confirming the formation of the LLC. And this is kind of why I didn't do an LLC, because I didn't want to spend all that money in advertising in a newspaper or 25 grand for Link NYC. Yes, sis, I don't know about all that. Step number six, and we're almost winding down in the steps, guys. We have two more. So step number six is obtain an EIN. After establishing the business entity, you must apply to the Internal Revenue Services, IRS, for an employer identification number, which is what an EIN stands for. This is the identification number of your LLC. In other words, this is like your business's social security number. The EIN will be used on all the business's bank accounts, as well as income and employment tax filings. In addition, in each state in which the LLC will be doing business, you must apply to the state's tax department for a sales tax identification number and register with the state's labor department. Step number seven, we get in there, we get in there, we get in there. Open a business bank account. I cannot stress this enough from personal experience. Separate your personal income from your business's income. It saves you time it saves you energy and it also helps you track the business's gains and losses step number eight register to do business in other states if necessary if the llc you formed is going to be doing businesses is going to be doing business in more than just the formation state you will have to register or foreign qualify, like I shared earlier. In each foreign state, 
the general that generally requires filing an application for authority with the Secretary of State. A certificate of good standing is often required as well. The LLC will also have to appoint and maintain a registered agent. Many factors are used to determine whether a company is transacting business in the state and therefore needs to foreign qualify. Some of the common criteria include whether your company has a physical presence in the state, so whether or not you have a location, has employees in the state, accepts orders in the state. Note the different states have different criteria. To determine whether whether or not your LLC needs to foreign qualify in a certain state, it is best to seek legal advice. So, I know I shared a lot today, and I'm kind of going to wrap up so that you can probably listen to this again and take some more notes. But um, I know I shared a lot today, but again, just going over the steps in forming an LLC. First and foremost, you need to choose a state in which to form. Secondly, you need to choose a business name. Third, you need to choose a registered agent. Number four, prepare an operating agreement. Number five, file. LLC with your state, obtain an EIN, open a business account, and number eight, if needed, register to do business in other states. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It's not like our typical um, BTC episode, but I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned some more information and tune in for our next episode of our three-part series entitled Let's Get This Show on the Road. Our second episode, we will dive deeply into the formation of an S corporation or a C corporation. And we're kind of going to do a comparison between the LLC, S corporation and C corporation. So again, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Do not, I can't stress enough. Don't forget to comment, to rate, and to subscribe to our BTC community. The more you rate comment and share our episodes it's the more the information will get out there to others who need it the most and our community will grow again i thank you guys for your support and i didn't remember to share this earlier but after these three episodes the season will be over dun 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 yeah i'm gonna have to end the season um no later than October because we have to start preparing for season two. Season two is going to be bananas. Y'all are going to love it. We're going to have guests, so you won't only be hearing my beautiful voice, but we're going to have some guests on and we're going to talk about some, some topics that are near and dear to all of our hearts. So again, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope you learned a lot about forming an LLC. And if you have already formed an LLC, I hope this was a good refresher for you. If you are thinking about starting a business, I hope this helped you settle on whether or not an LLC is the best road for you. If you haven't settled on that yet, then tune in to our next episode where we will be discussing more on the formation of businesses and making your business more legitimate. I'll see you guys in our next episode. Love and light.